Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm going to leave this group me on Twitter because I'm not ever contributing. Can I leave the conversation? Click. Okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, and welcome to the crunch. It is your boy Ethan, and I'm Patrick. I'm tired, brother. Yeah, I'm sleepy. Really? Yeah. I well. Okay, let's let's be honest with each other, right? I feel like we're at a point in our relationship where <laughs> you, I can be honest with you, you can be honest uh-huh. with me. You've yeah. seen you've seen me shirtless many times. How many? I mean, every time you log on to this podcast, that's true. And every the time amount of times I've opened the video chat and I just I'm like, what's that pink? So- what oh, that? it's Ethan's nipple. Oh, there's some, somebody <laughs> somebody taped some white paper right in front of the camera. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, that's Ethan's oh, shirt. No. I mean, Ethan's oh, Ethan's <laughs> I, I just wear a white shirt every time. All uh, the time. I so I Mike I I committed myself to doing Exodus forty. Um, nice. But given given the current state of the world, I've kind of let slip on a few things, including but not limited mm-hmm. to um, playing video games with my students, just yeah. as a way to like connect and be together. And while that's good in moderation, last night I played Rocket League for four hours. And <laughs> I don't know if you know this. I was talking to Emma. She doesn't seem too impressed with the game when I described it to her. Yeah. Which I find to be baffling because it's a game where you're a car with a rocket strapped to you <laughs> and you got to hit a ball into a goal. And it's like big soccer. It's like a big what? soccer. I don't understand what the problem is. Um, <laughs> and so I think that might be why, cause I didn't go to bed until one o'clock because I was playing, yeah. I was playing rocket league with a guy in the air force Academy named That's Zach. Great. Shout out Zach. <laughs> She's like, I don't understand. How can you move midair? It's a car. Listen, Emma, listen, if you hit the X button, it moves for you and you can spin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because of, because of the coronavirus, Ooh. I've had to, um, I didn't have to, but I redownloaded Minecraft so that I can oh, play on public yeah. servers with my kids. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I recently, a couple of months ago, I destroyed my Minecraft house on, on, on Minecraft Pocket. On purpose? Because I got, yeah, did I tell you about that? I got incredibly addicted to Minecraft. I got incredibly uh, addicted to Minecraft. And so I took yeah. a screen, I took a screen record video of me putting TNT everywhere mm-hmm. and then putting gun, a gunpowder line directly to it uh-huh. and then just letting it blow up. And I was like, you destroy the past, kill it if you have to. And um, <laughs> I was like, I'm, and she was like, why did you do that? And I was like, because I, uh, I was getting addicted to it. Oh, Pat, are you there? Okay. Never yeah. Mind. Okay. okay cool. You, you, your, your internet's not phenomenal, unfortunately. Oh yeah. You gave me a heart attack. So it's fine. No, it's okay. Oh, oh, 
Listen, my my coffee almost went all over my laptop just now. So, and how are you going to buy a new one? Best Buy is closed. That's exact. How did you know that Best Buy was closed? Best Buy is closed everywhere. Did I talk to you about how Best Buy was closed? No. Because uh, I tried to go to a Best Buy not three days ago, and it was closed. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Cause so, because we're doing a team podcast now. Oh it's, yeah, you uh, told me about that. I know. Here's my this time plug time. For the feel show. free to say the same thing you told me earlier, because the listeners, the people, do not know. I know. Um. So it's essentially it's a way to it's in a twofold, right? It's a way for us to share the things that we're praying with and thinking about as a team, because we don't get to see our students and share them, and it hopefully will benefit the whole community at Tulsa and anybody else who's interested in listening to four focused missionaries talk um, about everything. <laughs> but it's also hopefully helpful, maybe in some ways to like model how to talk about the things of the faith in like a casual non teachy way mm-hmm. um, for our students. Cause we all have a pretty good rapport. We're all very good friends. And like, I don't know, I feel like some people have trouble with their families talking about these things. And so knowing the right questions to ask and knowing the right way to bring them up, uh, could be helpful. So we're trying to model that in a, in a, in a way. And since the name of my house, so you remember the chicken party, right? The witch almost came to the chicken party. Yeah, the chicken party. The chicken party is very famous. Um, there's a big poster of me in a chicken suit on, in my living room. It's your clucky day. Yeah. It's your clucky day. It says, welcome to the coop. Right. And so since it's quarantine time, since my house is named the coop, we're going to call it all cooped up. And <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited uh, for it to, I haven't actually, created an rss feed or anything yet but we did record our first episode right before this podcast so i'm excited oh, you're double you're double dipping i'm, you're going I'm back doubled back, up baby doubled up today DC i was supposed U-O-A-T-A. to stream minecraft with my students today but i didn't get to do that because you're doing this instead no i didn't get to do it because um it turns out that uh streaming from a laptop over an okay internet connection is not possible <laughs> welcome welcome to this summer every time i tried to live stream for the crunch uh, from my laptop it's pretty awful it's pretty bad yeah. having i now i now realize how nice it is to have like a quality ethernet cord into yeah. a desktop yep. computer it's yep. so nice eventually we will become stable boys and we will be able to have real places to do this from i really wish you had talked about the horse picture earlier because i had a great stable boy pun oh really it would have been it would have been fantastic, but was, alas, no. Some I mean, I can, are not meant to be. I can still share it because it's still funny. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The other day, yeah. Phoebe asked me to look something up. She's like, "Why don't you look it up on the internet?" And I was just like, "No, no." <laughs> and she, she was like, "I didn't expect you to say that." They call him Patrick, um, robbing people of the joy that they expect from having a conversation with him, Nebby. <laughs> what? So, Who said that? So um, I was looking back for a hot take. And I was looking through April of 2014. I saw April 1st, which, as you know, April Fool's Day. It's tax day. Oh, sorry. It's tax day. Not anymore. Um, And it's a picture that I posted on April Fool's Day. And it says pick slip, which back in the day is what you did if you were an anonymous Twitter account. Is every so often you would post a picture And you wanted to make sure you were attractive. You wanted to see if there were any other anonymous women out there that were also attractive to you and wanted to date you on Twitter. So occasionally you would post a picture of yourself and call it a pick slip. So I said yes. pick slip and I, it was a picture of a horse, <laughs> <laughs> which is vintage Ethan. I know. It's just so funny because I, I <laughs> well, I'm not a horse. 
<laughs> of course. <laughs> so. Oh my god. Anyway, yes, we we could be stable boys in that regard. Speaking as well. of horses, I'm in Texas. Mm. Um, which which is always nice because we're in the same time zone. You know, that's a um, that's a modifying situation you got yourself down there. Except all of all of my scheduled stuff are in Eastern time, so I've had to keep doing math. That's not fun. But uh, Phoebe and I, Phoebe and I moved down, moved back down to Texas because her school got closed down. Um, and I've been hanging out with her family and it's really nice. And I've been, I've had a lot of free time. Obviously we've all had a lot of free time and a lot of people have been sending me emails. Uh huh. Yeah. And I wanted, I want to talk about the thing earlier in the podcast so that everybody hears it. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. A, a bunch of people have been responding to, uh, we had a, an episode where I talked about finances a couple weeks ago, uh, more like ranted about finances and a bunch of people emailed me and were like, Hey, I'd like to get like financial advice. And some people emailed me and they said, Hey, I'm having a lot of financial worries because I'm having a lot of financial stress because of the coronavirus. And I don't know if the people know this, but um, I do financial coaching on the side. And so I would like to offer to everyone listening to this podcast and everyone who knows someone who's listening to this podcast right now. um, If you're struggling due to the coronavirus, you can email me and we'll do a free coaching session to help you get through this because it's really important to me that every one of our listeners feels financially secure during this during these uncertain times, as if any times were certain. But yeah, so email me, Patrick, at thecrunchcast.com if you would like, um, like, well, do a 30-minute phone call and we'll talk about how you can feel more financially secure during this time. And along with that, um, maybe your economic situation is rocky, right? You call Patrick. Maybe your romantic situation is rocky. <laughs> You've got nowhere else to turn. You can't find an actual certified doctor. So where do you go? That's Dr. Ethan, baby. And we don't have any, uh, I don't have any dating questions that have been sent to me, but I'm feeling real low. I loved giving advice to our uh, blank person last week whose name that we said too many times I had to edit out. And yeah, I mean, it's hard It's hard when you're, you're, you're all alone. You've got these thoughts running through your head. You keep checking that one person's Instagram to see if they post it again. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to write in and uh, and see what's going on. So Patrick can help you with the uh, maybe the more physical, but I'm I'm here for your emotions, baby. I'm here to take care of you. <laughs> give give it. Give we it. actually do have a Doctor Ethan's dating corner. Do we really? Yes. Surprise! Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited. It's a long one too, and it's good. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Um, yeah. So hold on. I before before we actually get started yeah, with yeah. the hot take time machine, okay. I. I need I need some clarification on our Patreon our Patreon uh, Facebook page. So as you guys know, Patreon Facebook page, it's active, it's great. Someone is the best Facebook page of all Facebook pages in the history of Facebook it's pages. No joke. Uh, the Patreon Facebook page is the reason to become a patron because you get to have conversation with a bunch of people that like the show. Yes. And it's it's awesome. The Facebook the Yes. It's it's a ton of fun. So please become a, it's it's a, fun. It's a three dollar level, right, that gets you into Patreon? Yeah, three dollar level. Three dollar level, that's it. All you need to do, three dollars a month. That's easy. Boom. That's thirty six dollars a year. Thirty six dollars a year to post with the best of them. I think yeah. that's worth it. Top posters. Um, so uh, we we got a post in the Patreon Facebook page, patreon.com slash the crunch. Uh, you watched The Office willingly? Oh gosh. So this is why I was hesitant to allow Emma to make that post. Let me tell you this, right? Wait, is Emma a patron? She is a patron in that she gives me emotional support. Oh, so you just let her on the page, Facebook page? <laughs> <laughs> no, she supports me. Oh, okay. Emotionally? It, 
we'll talk after the show. Okay, just <laughs> I'll let Phoebe on the. I need, I need to let Phoebe on the Patreon no, page. Then. I honestly think that Phoebe should be allowed on the page, even if she doesn't support you monetarily. I don't know if she is or not. I know that I, actually she might. I be. knew. Here's the problem. I knew I'd run into this problem because Emma said, "Hey, let me on the Patreon page. I don't want to post anything. I just want to like see what you guys talk about." And I said, "That's probably fair." Um, and <laughs> so I added her, and then she's like, "Can I make a post about you watching The Office?" And I, what am I supposed to say? No. You know what I mean? Like, nope. am I supposed to be ashamed of my actions? No, I'm going to own it, right? I'm going to own who I am. Yeah. So here's what happened. So now it's time for you to own this on the podcast yeah. in front of all Here's of what happened, right? I've never uh-huh. said that I don't like The Office. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, back yes, up. you have. Yes, I have. I've never, I've never said that. Well, I've said a lot of things about it. Uh-huh. I still, on the whole, right? I think you need to, I think it's the same thing as with Harry Potter, right? I think if you watch it, you need to be well-formed. <laughs> what yeah. why are you laughing at me no i'm just saying i'm just saying like on one hand there's like demonic activity on the other <laughs> hand there's like <laughs> kind of okay humor and <laughs> you need to be well-formed comedically to, you have to to be fair you have to have a pretty high iq to watch the office that's what you sound like right now <laughs> i almost spit out my coffee it's not what Hooray! I'm, that's not what i'm trying to sound like all right um, i invited phoebe to the chat okay phoebe has entered the chat great <laughs> um this is what i'm trying to say Gotcha. Is I think you need to recognize uh, what's good and what's not good. And if you're just watching it and you're mindlessly consuming it, that's bad, right? And if you're watching it for hours and hours and hours at a time, that's bad. However, the way that Em and I watch it, we watch maybe one episode. We do. We use like the Netflix party when we're not together. So like, oh yeah, we're kind of watching at the same time, and like we can type sort of responses, but we'll also be on FaceTime, and so. We'll type, we'll type to each other, but then if something like happens that makes me think of something, I like pause it. We like talk about it, um, and then like we resume the show, you know, that kind of thing. And it's good because it, yeah, it is, shindig. it is funny. There are funny jokes in it. She tells me that I'm like Michael Scott, which <laughs> doesn't make me feel good. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not my favorite show, but she really likes it. And so I'm trying to learn to experience new things, even if I may have previously been hardlined against them, because that's called humility, and I'm trying to grow in it. And so, yeah, it's not bad. Would I watch it necessarily if I wasn't dating someone who liked it? No. But I don't think that uh, <laughs> that means that Listen, it's, it's you're bad. you're in a podcast relationship with me, and you never watched The Office you, for me. You never asked me to watch it together. That's fair. Yeah. She said, hey, let's watch this together. I want to show this show to you. And I said, okay. In all fairness, I wouldn't know which episode to show you. I uh, I can't think if there's anyone that's... The safety is... training episode. Never mind. The safety I... training episode okay. is the best one. I can't think if there's anyone that's made me laugh yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but it's like it's kind of like when I make a really good joke, and instead of laughing, you just say, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like I recognize yeah. so it's like okay, I see what they did there, but there are some things that have been just memed so much. Um, True. Yeah. And they're like they've just been repeated to death and kind of been absorbed into the culture. Um, mm. Like I'm trying to think of one example of like. Well, there's like there's Michael going, "Oh God, please no." There's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like a lot of times when he like so, the, you you see like the screen cap from the memes on Twitter, and you're like, "Oh, that's what that's from." You know, that's that's right. Yeah. So um, if you would like to start watching the show or kind of like one of the if you want to watch an episode that's made for people like you. What are you trying to say? Like, what what do you mean? You people. So 
<laughs> so um the safety training episode of the office i think it was like midway through season five. Oh gosh it was written here's a little bit here's a little bit of history it was written um it premiered after the super bowl that year and so it was written for the super bowl um, people yeah it was written for people that were just like tuning into the show because they just forgot to turn off the tv and it was meant to get it was written to get people to watch the show so if you if it was meant to be like something that people would like, okay, if they didn't I have a question. Why didn't they write all of their episodes that shows people would like? <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. It's like it, they wrote they wrote it so that like they wrote it so that like it would it be a good introduction yes, to the characters. There's Just, nothing there's nothing niche. The way that you said it was like they wrote this episode as if so it would be funny and a show that people would like, as opposed to the rest <laughs> of their episodes. <laughs> Oh my uh, gosh! You know what I hate more than anything? Me? I'm just kidding. Oh, um, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Um, opinions on Twitter? Oh no. <laughs> Tell me more. You seem you seem incensed about something. I was a little incensed. Someone posted, and this this got them the mute. Someone posted something like, "I don't I don't trust people who like Disney too much, or this too much, or like this too much." And then some other people were under un, underneath responded, "I don't trust people who don't like Disney too much." And I'm like, "Listen, what I you know who I don't trust people who over exaggerate things to get retweets on Twitter. That's who I don't trust." You, that's Patrick. That's uh, that's all that we did for like two years. That's all we did five years ago. Too. That's whoa. Are you? You're cutting off this. I line. smell some, something. So I smell something in the air. What's that? It's that my house. Segue? My house smells like lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I think. So you remember when we broke a cabbage in the backyard? Yeah. Yeah. So I think some squirrels took that cabbage and dragged it into my roof. <laughs> <laughs> now my house smells like lettuce. Anyway, if you want to hear more about that, check out All Cooped Up. Coming, coming at you a podcast near you soon. But you know what else is coming at you near soon or in the past or some of the? It's a hot take time machine. Hot take time machine. Welcome to the hot take time machine. Uh, the part of the show where we go back in time <laughs> and we look at the posts from the before from the prime of social media posting from the before if from you, the before times if you have it from the land before time when Littlefoot was tweeting and <laughs> if you have a hot take five years or older uh, or approximately it's our show we can do whatever we want um feel free to send was it I, in was i talking to you when i was i was out on the podcast i had that joke about the time before land yes Yes, okay. and that's when we talked about land, just, the Wikipedia. I just page. thought about it again. <laughs> oh, you're a funny man, Pat. Let's. Uh, uh, do you want to start off with one of your user submitted? I get user submitted, listener submitted hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> People are using the crunch. Yeah, we can't get these. We can't get these adolescents to stop using the crunch. <laughs> um, Dare. So don't this this hot take time machine comes from the crunch to be heard. Oh, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> this 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 hot take time machine comes from the oh. If you have a hot take, uh, five years or older, you can be a user submit, and you can user submit your hot take to Ethan at thecrunchcast.com or Patrick at thecrunchcast.com. This one comes from Alex Cassatt on nine twenty nine, which that is September 29th, two thousand and fourteen. Strongly considering changing my Instagram name to Grizzly Bears, so I will occasionally get tagged in random photos of grizzly bears. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's so LOLXD. That's so LOLXD. I would appreciate getting tagged in random photos of grizzly bears because grizzly bears 
are my spirit animal. I'm trying to think. I feel like I I was reading something about bears recently. There was a video of a bear that sneaks into a pool. It might have just been about the bear market, now that I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to change my Instagram name to the bear market so that I get tagged in photos when the stock market's about to go down. Insider uh, trading, baby. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my Facebook name to be the Bear Necessities, so that when people buy a bunch of groceries right before a pandemic strikes, I'll get tagged in a bunch of random photos. <laughs> I'm gonna change my Facebook. I'm gonna change my Twitter handle to money, so that people that have <laughs> money tag me in all of their photos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change my my wow. Instagram handle to Matter. So that anytime any, anything <laughs> exists, I'm gonna get tagged anytime in random anything. photos. Uh, t- tag tag me on Instagram at land. <laughs> You're posting on land. You have to tag me legally. I'm gonna change my my MySpace page to uh, con- <laughs> contingent on another being, so that no matter what happens, I'm always being tagged in things. Uh, nice. Thanks. That's, that's, thanks. A, that's a Pints with Aquinas level joke. I just I just read through the the five proofs like actually seriously the other day, and yeah, wow, I'm shook. Good stuff, right? Great stuff. I love how he takes down the problem of evil. Like ninety percent of the reason that people don't believe in God in two sentences. <laughs> it's just it's so incredible. Like just the blase. Like, he could also take down any man in two moves. Like just <laughs> standing up and then sitting right back down on top of him. <laughs> he was a very intellectual and a very hefty man. They don't call Apparently him Apparently he pulled a boat nothing. onto shore that 20 men couldn't pull. Are you is that a joke? There was some there was something there was something <laughs> I heard that like St. Thomas Aquinas like beached a boat that like a bunch of dudes couldn't. He just did it by himself. Apparently he was very ripped. I no, I think he just had a lot of weight and he knew how to throw it around. Threw it around, throw it around. I think I think I think he was you know, okay, have you ever seen um do you know, like the one of the strongest men in the world? I think his name is like Daniel something, which sure. is not what you would think the strongest man in the of world's course. name would be, but he can like he can like squat a hundred uh, he can squat a thousand pounds. Of course. Which is yeah, which is intense. It's like but squatting and, for the strongest men in the world is like going halfway down with a belt on and your face turns really red and everyone's like, Ooh, he's so strong. It's like, no, go to the butt to the floor, brother. Anyway, listen, you can't do that to your knees, okay? That's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> you can't, you, there's no, I need you to understand this before you hurt yourself. Okay, you can't go butt to the floor. Medicine ball squats with a thousand pounds, go. You can't do that because your knees don't have that much muscle in them. You can't, you can't put a hundred pounds, you can't put a thousand pounds of pressure on your knees. I think something's you wrong put, with my knees. They're, you can't put 150 pounds of pressure on your knees. My knees are concave. Yeah, like you have knock knees. No, they're not knock, but like, so you know the patella, right? Uh-huh. Like <laughs> I got two. When I stretch out my leg, so like the place where the 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 <laughs> you know the patella. <laughs> you were like my. I hardly know it. My shin and my femur connect. Yeah, there's kind of like a hole. Mm-hmm. I, it's kind of hard to describe if you're not here with me. But I need you to come over here so I can show you my knee because I think I got a problem. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. So anyway, my, he, my, he can squat a thousand knee. pounds, and he's got a big old pot belly. Okay, so you can be so you can be an Aquinasian figure, but yeah, also so be you can really have strong. you can have like you can be a very thick boy and also be very very strong. Yeah. 
It's crazy. Because there's he a, eats a lot, but he also moves a lot. There's actually a story that I heard when he was living in Italy. Um, he went to one of the beaches and he laid down, you know, <laughs> on the beach to relax. And somebody called the Coast Guard because they thought it was a, a whale. Which <laughs> is nuts. Oh man. So what do you got? What do you got for us? I got a, I got a great hot take. Uh, thank you for your, could, for your could hot takes. Could Aquinas fit in a hot take time machine? Could Aquinas fit if we build a hot tub time machine? A hot take tub time machine. Could Could Aquinas build a tub so big that even he could <laughs> <laughs> that even he can't fit in it? <laughs> oh man, that's my dude. He's my confirmation saint, and I hope he appreciates a light roasting because if not, we're gonna have to have some words. <laughs> When we get to heaven, he'd be like, he'd like, listen, that was not appreciated. And I'm, like, I'm the same way with G.K. Chesterton, except he's not my confirmation saint. I dunk on him a lot, yeah. but it's all in good fun, and I feel like he would appreciate it yeah. and encourage We're going to get to heaven, <laughs> and I'm going to meet Thomas Aquinas, and he'd be like, what's the deal with you and making fun of me? <laughs> I was not to that hey, effect. Hey, I'm, I'm theologizing hey, here. Hey, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to prove the existence <laughs> of God in here. Bop, bop, hey. <laughs> Hey, can I get a uh, sausage and substance pizza, please? <laughs> I, I come to heaven. I'm like, wow, Thomas Aquinas is so good to finally meet you. He goes, where's the cannoli? You were supposed to bring the cannoli. <laughs> where's the... <laughs> hey, Marie, where's the... <laughs> hey, Tony, get a load of this guy coming up here and not bringing the cannoli. <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs> oh man! Everything is straw except the cannoli. <laughs> oh man! All right. So. <laughs> oh boy, that's good. <laughs> oh gosh! I needed that. I needed that. All right. So this one comes from uh, Shane, Shane Nayre, team director at L- LSU. Um, good friend of the show. Good friend of mine. He comes in. This one comes from March 26th, 2011. This is nine years oh, wow. ago. Yeah. He went <laughs> He went way, way back. Shane's also like 33. So it's, uh, no, I don't know how old he is, but he's old. This is a good one. He says, <clears throat> I never knew gardening could be so emotional. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> JK, LOL. I was crying due to the pollen in the air. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Got, you, you got me, Shane. Emotions. That's that eight likes, oh no comments. Um, <laughs> I love this this brand of humor that uh, Shane has developed. December 9th, twenty twelve. This is another one. We're gonna we're gonna rapid fire Shane and kind of make an assessment on his personality. Um, <laughs> sometimes I wonder if the noises I make in the bathroom are human. <laughs> Fifteen likes, including himself. He liked his own post. Two there comments. You go. you gotta save it. <laughs> so somebody <laughs> so there's a comment that says this is the best best month ever shane i lost 10 pounds so fast using these drops my friend showed me smiley face i'm proof this works i got them from this site type in without spaces arrow www.spacedoctordropping.spacecom <laughs> all right we should definitely go to that website yeah i think we absolutely should and uh this is the last one that we'll do. October 9th, 2011. You could tell that this is a homecoming season. Boys be thirsty. It says, you must be the square root of two because you're making me irrational. 
Wow. Wait. The square root of two? Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. I you could it. tell that this was right in the sweet spot of Shane's life where he just started to take algebra and also wanted a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> a magical time. A magical time. We all remember it. We all recall it. But, uh, oh yeah, did you really – you remember, like, kind of setting people up, going one – you think you're going to zig and then you zag, you know, on Facebook with those mm, old zingers? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you were the kind of, of I'm trying to think of an example. No. I feel like I did that all I would the do time. a lot of dots. I would definitely do yeah. a lot of dot, dot, dot. To kind of build the suspense, you know? Yeah, because everyone's reading <laughs> everyone's each individual reading. dot. Well, that's what used to happen is everybody would read every post, you know, because Facebook used to show you everything. Yeah. And I also <laughs> only had, like, it was a big deal when I got, you know, 100 friends. Yeah. Facebook is a monster. It needs yeah. to be stopped. Back when Unfollow I... all of your friends. Unfollow all of them. I unfollowed. I'm trying to get under a hundred people following on Instagram. I'm close. I've got. A, I'm it's at. A, hard. I'm at 104. I'm trying to decide who's going to get the last cut. I can't. I can't unfollow. I just. I feel like of the people that I follow on Twitter, I just can't unfollow them because they will be mad at me. Yeah, but also, who cares? That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So most of them have my number. That's so. true. That's what I was like. It's like they really want to talk to me. It's not like me unfollowing them on Twitter prevents them from talking to me. You know. Yeah. Anyway, you got any more hot takes? Or are we good? You want me to share one? No, we're good. Okay. No, we're. Yo, yeah, go for it. I mean, I, I mean, I have to. I have one if you want me to. Um. Actually, no, I don't want to share any of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good. We can move on. Yeah, we good. We can move on. We're good. I think we'll be all right. Oh man. <laughs> Actually, so. This is real quick. What? Yeah. This is from Apple Apostle, seven forty a.m. <laughs> this was oh, I. You know. I was listening to some music, must must be, while I was driving to school, okay? April 11th, 2014. Be the most prolific with the lowest profile. Two likes, oh, one gosh. reply. Yeah, and the one reply dude. says... What was the reply? That's deep, man. <laughs> it's a oh, quote from uh, Blue Scholars, a rap group uh-huh. that I found from Pandora... That I thought was the best rap group of all time <laughs> when I was 17. Yeah. Um, so that's unfortunate. And you posting that lyric was like super edgy. You're like, oh, it was. Like 3% it's like, of my followers will get this. Like, nobody's going to get this, dude. And it's so true. Do you remember true. when posting song lyrics was normal? Mm hmm. And people would put the, it was little, bad. Like, the music emoji next to it to let you know it was a song lyric? Yeah. Kind of weird. And do people you would still post do that? song lyrics about people, and Ooh. then people would be like, hey, you're subtweeting me. And you're like, no, it's just song lyrics. <laughs> I definitely did not did that. Oh wait, I forgot. I had a I had a hot take time machine from a friend, but I left my phone downstairs. I'll get you next time, friend. Ah, that's okay. All right, next time. Next time. Yeah. All right. What What's are we talking that? about today? What are we talking about today? <laughs> you said you wanted to talk about the news, which is always a hot hot issue. I wanted to start off this hot this issue. episode or this kind of segment. Which which is called crunch on that by the way, um, mm-hmm. and we do have a jingle that we have to do. When I say we, I mean you exclusively I know. for the rest of time. I'm trying to remember what words rhyme with that. Welcome to purgatory, yeah. baby. I'll be your host. There's more than oh, um, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Now it's time for crunch on that. Is that a phrase? 
Like more than yes. one way to skin a cat? Yeah. What does it mean? Um, there's like more than one way to skin a cat. Like there's more than one way to do something. Oh, okay. Like I you get don't, it. You don't gotta, you don't gotta do it that one way. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Cause I asked you what the phrase meant and you just repeated it back to me, but in a different cadence. And so now I understand. <laughs> there's more than one way to do something. So people like, yeah, people it. like say it, it as like, I don't know why skinning a cat is the thing, yeah. but it's a thing. Um, so thank you for introducing the, the segment. I wanted to start <laughs> off by saying, I texted you this, but I think I, it's, it bears repeating um, that social distancing, I think, is now my one of my least <laughs> least favorite phrases, second only to active shooter. So that's tough. That's tough. Why? OK, hold on. Why do you not like the phrase? Act Like, do you are you like mean something bad is happening or me? Oh, no, I'm, I think because I okay. don't like it when people are getting shot, Patrick. <laughs> Then what was the other thing that you did? The other phrase it's you didn't like? Soft opening. That one is just a meme because I, I think it's dumb. It's like, we're going to have soft a soft opening. opening for our magazine. It's like, what do you need a soft opening for a magazine for? Nobody's buying magazines. You don't need to open anything. You just need to start selling <laughs> it because like, you're going to go out of business in two weeks anyway. So what do you... Weird hell oh. to die on, but okay. It's, no, it's so not So you don't think a, restaurants should have soft openings? No, because it's like, oh, look at us. We're opening a restaurant. Like, you could have been making money that night, but instead, you want to have a little party <laughs> for you and your friends because you bought a building with exposed brick and put in a bar. Congratulations. That's from Parks and Rec. Is it really? It's the exact thing that happened in Parks and Rec, yeah. Oh, well. Bought a building with exposed brick and a bar. I, It's been five years since I watched that show, so I couldn't even remember. They probably got it from That's me. Pretty good. <laughs> hey. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Uh, well, Please, Pat, what it, what's what's on your mind? I don't have any opinions on social distancing. I just think social distancing is a better word than quarantine because quarantine means one thing and social distancing means another. Can we? I like. I, I thought. I thought people saying I'm putting myself in quarantine was just very funny. <laughs> yeah. Can we it's maybe like come saying, up I'm with putting a... myself in timeout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting can myself we... in jail. <laughs> can we call social distancing like something else? Maybe like mobile timeout or like timeout on the go or um, <laughs> getting grounded, but by myself. <laughs> <laughs> grounded by I don't myself. Know, I feel like there's. <laughs> I feel like there's so many better phrases that we could come. Maybe something that's a bit more catchy, but less. Uh, I don't know. Social distancing is pretty catchy. Aggressive. It's only catchy because people said it over and over again. That's fair. That's fair. It was yeah. kind of clunky at first. Are you there? What? Yeah. Patrick? I'm there. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? What'd okay. you say? Maybe you. I said. I said it was pretty catchy, but then it's because people said it over and over again. I like it. Right. I think it's a good word. It's better I than think quarantine. I still think we should come up with an alternative to social distancing. Okay, let's think about this. So what are okay. what are the things? I think mobile timeout is funny. I think okay. social distancing. Um, what about public? What oh okay, what about a self imposed agoraphobia? That one's too long. Oh. That's yeah, that's a bet not as uh doesn't roll off the tongue as much. Yeah, it's not um, as good. Let's see here. Public. I like public. I like public is the first word. I think last word. Hmm. Uh huh. Public. Public sanitation. Nope. 
civil <laughs> servant, civil, civil Public. service, civic duty. I also don't like civic duty. That's up there now too because of everybody. <laughs> civic duty is it's like you, is now I have to vote and go in mobile timeout. No, thank you. I'm not interested <laughs> in this civic duty thing. Um. Public. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I can't think of anything. That's all right. That's okay. I I do. I do think. I do think it's funny that there's. I don't know if you've watched TV recently. I started watching cable television. No, I don't have that. That that we do now. We don't have that here. Um, yeah, Phoebe's parents do, and so I would not be watching commercials if it wasn't for Phoebe's parents. And um, that we've seen ads that are like hashtag alone together and i'm like i hate that we need as a country in order to get people on board with things we need hashtags <laughs> I, think- I hate that there's so many ads out there and i'm like why yeah. do people need ads for social distancing why do people need ads to understand this is serious and then i go on twitter and i'm like oh it's, it's profitable to be socially responsible that's is you it know. Like it's all these companies are socially. all these companies are buying ads to say like wash your hands, stay inside because people are like wow what a responsible company that cares about my well being. It's like it's like dog Pringles wants to keep you alive because a bunch of people die from a virus. Nobody's gonna buy their chips. So like don't <laughs> don't get any of these mixed notions about everybody caring about you. It's like no, it's all about the bottom line. Um, yeah, it's like, I'm really glad they, Old Navy is telling their comp their their employees to wash their hands more. I'm very thank you for sending me that email, Old Navy. Yeah, thank you. I I've gotten so many emails from like state the State Farm CEO sent me an email. It's like the coronavirus is <laughs> really affecting us. How did it's you like, get this number? It's like dog. I don't care what the what the State Farm like these weird emails from these companies that I'm like I you have no effect. You sell insurance. <laughs> like, why Why do you feel the need to make a statement about this? Like, get That's out of That's one of the things inbox. you can literally do from home forever. Mm-hmm. Like, you've never needed to do Plus, <laughs> Plus, the car is like a little box, a little quarantine box on wheels. Yeah. And so, if yeah. anything, you're, you're in business, baby. Like, people are moving out of their homes and into their cars. State Farm ought to be making billions right now. Don't send an email to me telling me about <laughs> wait. They're moving out of their homes and into your car, their cars. What I don't know. That's, I don't just making stuff up. But what I think is that the government should lean into the to the skid a little bit and start uh-huh. saying things like, "Tell your friends and neighbors, CD, see you later." You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, um, declare a state of emergency on your social life. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, I am in a little bit of a predicament here with this crunch on that segment because I want to get something off my chest about the news. Yeah. But I also don't want to talk about coronavirus anymore. Okay. So you know, I kind of just want to talk about Every time about you want to say coronavirus, just say like the Bush era war on terror. And so instead we're talking about that <laughs> instead of coronavirus. So Fair that way enough. you can so take your anger out on something. <laughs> Back before this. Twitter was invented, George Bush started the war on Twitter. And Twitter <laughs> really made Twitter really made the war on terror worse, you know. <laughs> um we were doing we were doing this improv. Are you drinking coffee again and I'm making you laugh? <laughs> yes. Okay. We were doing this uh we were doing this this improv this improv thing with Teresa where um 
we all had to give like a three minute speech on something and the audience decided what it was and you had three minutes to give a TED talk on this topic. And, um, I got, uh, oh my gosh, I completely forgot my, my, my top, my topic was, um, was fake freckles is fake freckles, uh, cultural appropriation. Um, I came out very strongly (laughs) in favor of that. Um, Phoebe had to do, Phoebe had to do a Ted talk on, uh, cast systems in the lunchroom. And she did it as if she was a five-year-old girl talking about the cast system, which is when someone gets hurt, they get a cast and then they come to lunch. (laughs) Um, it was very, it was very funny. (laughs) Teresa gave a three minute talk. I, we, she was like, she was like, what should my topic be? And I said, why women aren't funny. And she did it. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, that one was funny. And then uh, when someone was like, what should I give a talk on? I said, uh, is the war on drugs working? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, I don't have enough opinions about that. <laughs> is the war on drugs working? Do we need to step it up? <laughs> I haven't fired enough bullets into piles of cocaine recently. <laughs> <laughs> That's the height of luxury. I need to work That's on how that. you know you've made it in this world. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. So like what have you been doing with your have 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 your has your quarantine been productive or not productive? It's tough because I still have a job. Like I don't like I'm working yeah. from home in a lot of ways, but I'm also not in other ways. Um mm-hmm. so did I did I talk about last week kind of the structure that I want to give my life of how the morning um, is like morning is interior, afternoon is work and active life and then evening is leisure. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of been working, except usually in the mornings, all I'm recently, all I have been getting done is like my prayer. And then the time where I want to spend studying or learning or reading has been taken up by like meetings because my team director is out of town. And so we just have like phone calls a lot of times or somebody will like need to talk to me at that time. And like, I just haven't gotten into a good enough routine where I can like protect that time where I'm trying to work on myself and like move everything to the Mm -hmm. afternoon. And we held a graduation ceremony the other day that like took a bunch of work where all of our seniors sat. There are four of them that are still in town. They all sat six feet apart and we set up like a stage and a podium in the backyard and we had them all wear their cap and gown and all that stuff. Yeah, I saw that was cute. Yeah, it was really, it was really fun because it started out as kind of like a joke, but I think it, it was very like serious for a lot of them of like, wow, I didn't realize how much I needed this closure until I actually got it. Um, which was right. cool to like be able to to give that to them because they're not going to get to have like a real commencement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so father was there and he prayed and we had our catechist come and he, he gave some good remarks. And then I gave a, the commencement speech. Um, I'm, I am for, for hire. If you need a commencement speech done at, at your fake graduation, let me know because dang, I give a heck of a speech. I started off with a Mitch Hedberg joke um, <laughs> because I had just watched a Mitch Hedberg stand up earlier that day. And I was yeah. like, because um, I just thought the joke was funny, and I, but I ended up telling it, and then I built my whole speech off of that joke on the fly. And the joke That's is, so good. yeah, the joke was, sometimes I like to go and throw toothpicks into the forest and yell, "You're home." <laughs> <laughs> and so, one of my favorites is my favorite. My favorite Mitch Hedberg joke is, "Escalators cannot break; they can only become stairs." <laughs> Rice. The escalator broken sign should should read, "Escalators." Now stairs. Sorry for the convenience. <laughs> <laughs> is so funny. He's like, he's so good. He's like, I don't like dreaming. It stresses me out. When I go to sleep, I want to relax. But all of a sudden, I'm building a go kart with my ex landlord. 
<laughs> it's just it's so it's timeless. Rest in peace, Mitch Hedberg. Um, so I feel like I've just been busy, and I'm excited for this yeah. weekend to kind of like I don't know get back to work. They're asking us to like call all of our mission partners, and so I just need to make a lot of phone calls and talk to people and I don't know my whole it's hard because my whole job has now become phone calls and text messages and so it's just like takes away like a lot of times I just don't respond to a lot of phone calls and text messages that aren't necessarily like quote-unquote work related because they just it's just so much of it now that I used to be able to separate like okay I'm gonna call people that are gone like at during this time and like be with people yeah. during this time but now it's all it's all digital um, mm. and so we're trying to like deal with that as best we can but I, 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 I don't feel like I've been praying as much as I could because it's one of those things where it's like, man, if my whole life changed, I'm going to rely on God and like weather the storm. But it's like, really, I'm just finding a bunch of different ways to like not rely on God and not trust yeah. him. And that's like really hard. Yeah, you like to think that in a disaster, you'll be like, oh, I'll be converted by this. But it's like not happening yeah. as you expected. Exactly. But it is, you know, because yeah. it's just not happening the way you thought it is. Right. I think that's you know. the hardest part of, of um, like, desiring, like, having this, reconciling my deep desire for a holy life and, like, a love of Scripture and an intimate relationship with Mary and a, and a, and a close friendship with Jesus and then just kind of being more content with, oh, I'm less stressed out during prayer because I have less going on, so this is nice, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not as busy therefore prayer seems quote unquote better even though I'm still like <laughs> struggling in a lot of areas of my life and not giving myself over to the will of the father totally and completely. Um, yeah. And it's a hard tightrope to walk because I don't want to, like you were talking about the other week of, I don't want to build habits that are unsustainable th- that won't last me for a long time. Cause it's like, I could pray three hours a day, but like that wouldn't help when my students are back, you know? Um, cause then I would have to shift again and like everything would change again. And so trying to ride that line between, um, embracing where I am and the time that I'm in and all that stuff, but also, um, yeah, looking towards the future and recognizing that this isn't going to last forever, even if it, uh, lasts for a long time. And so, yeah, I've been trying to read, I've been doing okay at that. I've been trying to, uh, study, I've been doing okay at that. I figured out, um, that we could probably baptize aliens, which is cool. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Just been thinking about stuff. I don't know. I've been I've been reading and writing a lot, and I've been very productive personally and in my job. Not so much in my prayer life, which is expected because I'm not. Because you just moved to Texas. Yeah, because I'm in a new place. I knew that. I knew that getting here, I would be more on top of things because I'm used to I have like a routine when I am staying at Phoebe's house so like I I work because it's usually in between times it's like usually on breaks when I'm able to like focus on jobs and like do stuff focus on the job and like do stuff that makes it easier once I have to go back to work so I'm used to doing that stuff here I'm not used to like finding an hour to pray alone at someone else's house like that's something I'm used to so it's something that I have to figure out um yeah, I read Augustine's De Doctrina, which is something that I've wanted to read for a while. Uh, Augustine is really cool, and he is very witty, and I like him. And I, re- I wrote two more chapters of that book. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's been a really good it's been a really good week. I've been <laughs> so far. I've been thinking about writing. 
Do but it. I don't know what I would write. If we, if you want to write something and make it into an ebook, we can publish it through our, through our, through our like new merchandise website that's happening you, soon you, that I'm not announcing yet. You are putting the merch before the horse, there, my friend. Um, what? No, that's <laughs> the horse is me. If you want to write, if you want to publish something, just do, just write but it, I don't, and then we'll figure out how to. Right, 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 right. But I don't even know. I want to write, but it's like I want to write jokes, but like I don't know how to write jokes. And also, oh. I also don't know. Like, I do want to write other stuff. When it comes to like spiritual intellectual things, I feel like I'm better at speaking about them mm-hmm. than writing because I don't think my writing is mm-hmm. very uh, convincing. <laughs> 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 but my my speaking is, and so. But I like yeah. I like the idea of challenging myself by writing jokes. But I don't know how to even get started. But that's I find that when I'm talking to people, I get really on like a like a, a roll, and I'm like, man, I wish I was writing this down. I need to just get in the habit of after I'm done writing a really good joke, I need to just write it down. I have a bunch of notes in my phone from when I'm like talking to Phoebe and I make great jokes, and I'm like, oh, I gotta write this down. <laughs> but not when I'm just that's gold, to... Jerry. So you should gold. do that. That's gold, Jerry. <laughs> well, like that's a TikTok. Oh, no. The other, the other, yesterday I was talking to, I was talking to Phoebe's sisters and they were talking about like whatever they got going on and with boys and stuff. And I'm like, this is, I don't, I don't stop that. Um, and I was like, I don't want a man who has a fake body. I don't want a man who looks like a magazine cover. I want a man who has a real figure, who has freckles and red hair and is as flat as a piece of paper and can fit in an envelope. I want flat Stanley. <laughs> And I was like, that's a TikTok, baby. That's funny. That's a good one. I don't know. I pulled up a picture of Flat Stanley on my phone. Did you really? <laughs> I just had it. That's so funny. I did a... Uh, ah, you did the thing. What? You did the thing where you don't laugh and you just say it's funny. It is funny. Well, it's just like I didn't want to laugh. I'll take it. But oh. it's, I'm sure I would have laughed in the moment, but it loses its luster when you retell it. How about that? That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. yeah. I did an interview on a Instagram Live the other day. Really? How'd that go? It was good. I talked about evangelizing the family. Oh. And I realized how much I've learned about evangelizing the family since the, we did our episode on evangelizing your family. I'm telling you, we got to do reruns. What do you mean? Like run back the old episodes? Yeah, we got to talk about old topics. That, isn't that just our whole, we gotta get in our own. The whole middle of our podcast is talking about old topics from social media? Mm, yes, yes, but then what if what if what if the other middle of the podcast was the hot topic time machine? All right, where we go back in time to a mall in two thousand eight, <laughs> and we put <laughs> and we put on those breast cancer awareness bracelets that have that phrase on it that I'm not going to repeat on this family friendly. I love boobies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone in middle school had those, and I don't understand why our teachers let them wear. I don't. let let people wear because it was for you know supporting breast cancer, bro. I mean, supporting fighting breast cancer, bro. <laughs> it was supporting breast cancer. Oh man. I no. Let's. I mean, let's talk about that now because I feel like that's something that people struggle with is because a lot of college students are home now for longer than they're used to. Wait, you want to talk about breast cancer? Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you were like, let's talk about that, and I was like, I don't. I mean, sure. What about I'm talking about evangelizing <laughs> your family, you you goober? Oh, okay, cool, cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because I think I'm sorry. Well, yeah, because I think the the thing is, is the I think I don't remember what I said before, but I think I was an idiot, and I think now I've kind of learned. That summarizes our podcast. It really yeah. does. And now, <laughs> when you're at home, 
and maybe you've had a good experience at your school or your work or wherever and now you're living with your parents for whatever reason maybe it's because your your apartment is too small and you needed to move home so you could have more space to work from home who knows who knows um but the best thing we can do is grow in holiness first of all take care of ourselves cuz a lot of times we see people other people and we're like ah oh, i can fix them if i just say this magical combination of words then then they'll know what's going on <laughs> Um, but the first thing is, is like, if you want your family to understand God as you see him and understand a relationship with Jesus as you experience it, you have to live it first of all. So you have to pray, you have to read scripture, you have to make it like a part of your life. But then the thing that I think I missed, right, is that it's not having conversations about spiritual things that will necessarily convert people. Yeah. You think about Mary, right? I'm reading this book called, uh, or I finished reading this book called, um, the life of Mary is seen by the mystics. Uh, probably the holiest human being ever, I would say. Um, that's just a hot, little hot take for you there. That's a, that's a safe bet. Say, yeah. But the way that she lived, she wasn't walking around, drawing attention to herself, preaching, right? In the way that the, not that the apostles were drawing attention to themselves in, the ba- in a bad way, but like Mary, Mary knew her role was not that, right? She knew that yeah. her role was to to guide um, and to intercede and all of these things. But that didn't stop her from evangelizing. And what she did, and it just kind of, so this book is kind of like saints were given visions of Mary's life. And so it kind of talks about um, what she did after the ascension and like how she lived. And even, you know, throughout her life as being a mother to Jesus, how she was constantly inviting women into her home working with them, like loving them, asking them questions, remembering things about them, caring for them, anticipating their needs, giving to the poor, serving the poor, praying for healing, like just, but she was never like, my son is God and you need to follow him, right? Like she, she wasn't necessarily, <laughs> hey, everyone. hey, everybody, hey, all you people, um, hey, all you people, she wasn't necessarily like explicit. And I think yeah, Mary being the mother of the Holy Family gives us a good model for how to evangelize to our own family of you don't have to like convince anybody of anything, yeah. but you just have to like, I don't know, this is something that I've, I struggle with a lot because I've, at times in my relationship with my family, I've been like, oh, I have to do this for my parents or else they're not going to know, or I have to do this for my brothers or they're not going to know. It's like the best thing that I can do is to love them, to pray for them and to just like be, mm-hmm. be interested in them in the same way that I am interested in my best friends. And yeah. so I don't know what I, I, I feel like you might have different takes than me because our families are different. And so that's the beauty of a podcast is we each have different views and we express them through the audio medium. Well, I am much more of a talker surprise. Really? And yeah. And so I do think that, being able to talk about your experiences and your faith is important. Certainly. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to exclude that at all. Yeah. yeah. I, but again, let's talk. Let, I think, I think that like, there's not, it's not like there's two options. It's not like, okay, either you're talking about your faith or you're doing your faith. It's like, no, no, no. Sometimes you're just talking and you're just doing things. So like, there's times when you're acting, when you're like doing something and you're doing something for your faith. There's time when times when you're talking about your faith and then there's times where you're just doing stuff and there's times you're just talking about stuff. And I think in both of those those other two times when you're just doing stuff and when you're just talking about stuff, 
I think that's the moments when we really need to, those are the moments when we really need to like let our lives be a testament to the gospel. It's like when we're talking to our families, do we talk to them sarcastically? Do we put them down? Do we um, uplift them and like tell them the good things about themselves? Cause that's not, that's not explicitly preaching, but it's important. Right. And then when we're doing stuff, when we're just, you know, playing video games, right. Are we like, doing it in moderation when we're cooking dinner are we like i don't know when you are you serving people through your actions when you see an ice cube on the ground do you clean it up i didn't or do you <laughs> you just kick it under the oven and hope nobody saw it you just kick it under the oven <laughs> yeah right like that sort of thing so i think i think that when we're not doing when when we're not doing something that's explicitly catholic or not talking about something that's explicitly catholic those are the moments where people look for us to be a witness yeah because they know that we're not trying to put on a show for them yeah. When people think you don't know they're watching you, that's when people want, that's when people think about who you are as a person. Integrity, Integrity is how you act when nobody's around. What's that phrase that they would always say in elementary school? In- Integrity is Integrity is how you act when no one's watching. Oh, so it's what I said basically. Nice, yeah, nice, 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 nice. Yeah, yeah. Everything I need to know I learned in kindergarten, like how to do my taxes. Let's stop that. Get that meme out of here. Everyone always talks about not knowing how to do their taxes. Nobody taught their taxes in high school. Yeah, you're supposed to learn how to do your taxes in kindergarten. Obviously, the bully comes and he takes 15% of your cookies. That's how you do your taxes. And then if if you're lucky, around April, he'll feel remorse and he'll come back and he'll give you some of your cookies back and say, "I, I took too many. And if you trade some of your cookies on the stock market and you get a lot of cookies, he'll only take 10% of those cookies. Right. And if you if you didn't make any cookies that year, then he he's got nothing to take, so you're in the clear. Exactly, exactly. And he might even give you some cookies if you. Oh, that's true. But then, he kind of wants them paid back after a while, and he's kind of harsh about it. He puts you in jail. Yeah, and the rest of the kid, the rest of the kids who watch the kindergarten equivalent of Fox News are going to get really mad that you got cookies. For yeah, free. and they might start to threaten you and want to kick you out of the country, and all because you just didn't know how to make cookies. It's not your fault. You were just raised differently, you know? <laughs> you were just raised. I know. So it's like, really, you shouldn't feel bad, but at the same time, that playground guilt's too strong. It's true. So um, I had a point, but then we got lost on that that thing. So That's a pretty good it bit. Was, it was um, good. Your point was a point. You were talking about, about taxes, and I was going to say how ridiculous ridiculous it is ridiculous it is that people are like they didn't teach us how to do this in high school it's like what i figured out in my two years of being out of college is that all you have to do to figure something out is call someone <laughs> and ask Just talk and, to and ask them about it. what to do <laughs> and then they say <laughs> it's like oh i need to get car insurance well they didn't teach me that in school okay well i'm gonna call geico i'm gonna say hey i would like car insurance and they say oh okay give us this information and you say all right and they say great now you have car insurance Wow, so simple. <laughs> you should definitely not just call one insurance broker, though. No, you should, or one insurance company because they're just gonna take you for a they're ride. Gonna, they're, but yeah, get it, and not in your own car. Oh no, yeah. Um, there the the one the, I will say this though, there is a problem, and we're dealing with this right now, which is why I want to talk about how much I hate the news. But we're not going to. Is there's too much information out there that you can't sift through what's good, right? Like your friend, your friend told you that leasing a car is the best way to drive a car right? Your friend is wrong. Your friend is, was told by someone who was misinformed by someone else, maybe a car dealer, right? But my friend drives a 2020 Lexus. 
Yeah, so he must be right. Um, one of your one of your friends who just graduated college told you that it's very important to build your credit score right now, and another friend told you that it's important to build an emergency fund, but you don't know which one's right. And then you go online and credit karma or whatever tells you that you should build your credit. And so you're like, okay, cool. Not thinking credit karma has obviously a reason for you to build your credit. Right. Um, so yeah, there, there is a lot of information out there and it's hard to navigate that information, especially when there's so many things you could be doing, especially when it comes to money. And so if, if you don't have people in your life that are good with managing money, it's important to find good information out there. And again, you can always email me. I'll give you information for free. I miss the old days where the only piece of information that we got every single day was when the town crier would walk through the town and announce that the feudal lord had gout or something. You know, like seventeen dead from the bubonic plague. Uh-huh. Yeah, I miss that too. It's, so it's just, it's unfortunate. Pretty much all the same now, except it's like fifty million are dead from the, the, this one plague. No, wait, no, it's twenty three million, and you're lying, and also you're de- you're a Democrat. Imagine if there was a town with like fourteen town criers, and they were just punching each other all the time, trying to get the <laughs> get the last word in on the news. And then also a service where everyone can be their own town crier, and they're just running around talking in a hun- in, in two hundred and eighty characters or less. You sound really upset. Are you sure you don't want to talk about it? I don't want to talk okay, about it. Okay, you keep... Everybody, we need to stop going on Twitter, and we need to stop watching you the You keep news. hinting at it, and then you, you diverge away, because you say, I don't want to talk about it, but then you come back to it every time. I don't want to talk about right, it. It's okay. You don't have to. I just... This is a low-pressure environment. This is a fun podcast. I want to talk about it a little okay, bit. Okay, you can. It's okay. I want to talk about how every time there's a tragedy, or every time there's an emergency, everybody, everybody on both... So here's the thing. There's two, there's two types of people in this country. And it's not Democrats and Republicans. One type boys of and girls. It's the type of person. Boys and girls. There's two types of people in this country. People who are very, very into the party they belong to and people who are not. <laughs> and all of politics is trying to get the people who are not into which party they're into to vote for your party. That's what politics yes. is. Right? And so every time... But here's the problem. Every news station is in the first group of people. Yes who really are really into the party they're into. And every time a tragedy happens, like a shooting, they both say the same thing to each other. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that you're taking, I can't believe you're politicizing this crisis. We care about the American people and we want to make sure that they're safe. And then all the viewers are like, they care about us. Because they don't watch the other news stations because the other news stations aren't their political party. And then at the same time, the other news station is playing clips of the same the same uh, segment in the other news station. They're like, I can't believe they're politicizing this crisis. We care about the American people. And everybody is saying the exact same thing. And everybody's mad at each other. And it would be so much better if we could just let the pandemic experts do their thing, stay inside, read a book. Hug your kids and let them do it. You know, just let them handle it. We don't need to be like, scientists are politicizing. The the Republicans aren't doing this. The Democrats are trying to do this. I'm just so tired of it. And I don't want to live in this political system anymore. I don't like it. It's so obnoxious. You don't have to live in it anymore, Patrick. Just Where can I just go? log off. <laughs> just, just stop, log off. Just stop looking simple. at it. It's that if simple. It is, if so it's disturbing the, your peace, right? Get it. Yes. Get it out of there. If it if your eye causes yeah. you to sin, pluck it out, right? 
So I am saying this. I have not watched the news in roughly four years since leaving my home. Yeah. Um, so uh, in order to get updates on the coronavirus, uh, the Johnsons have been watching the news at six o'clock every night, and I have to leave the room because it makes me very anxious. And that's and it's not good for my that's health. It's fine. I think that's okay. I think yeah. there's there's too much pressure. Like you got to be informed. It's like you can look at Google News mm-hmm. for ten minutes a day and know yeah. what's going on, and you'll be fine. You'll be okay. Yeah, and it's gonna and, be good. and and you know, I don't. For perspective, I I saw this infographic that showed this is a couple of weeks ago, so it's definitely different now. It was like how many times Ebola, H one N one, H five N one, and SARS and MRSA were mentioned in the news versus coronavirus. And you also talked about this last week. Yeah, I want to say okay. it again. And it was like everything. Everything else was like. A couple thousand, a couple like hundred thousand, hundred thousand, hundred thousand, and then coronavirus was one point one billion, and it's probably gone up since then. Definitely gone up since then, and it's just too. I think we all. I want. I said this last week. I'll say it again. Everybody log off. You're not gonna catch. You're not gonna catch coronavirus through your phone. You're not gonna not catch coronavirus through your phone. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, I need everyone to stop posting. <laughs> Can everyone please do what I want you to do? Um, please, everyone. It's for our best. Interest. This is what I think, right? I think you're, what I'm hearing from you is like a conflict, an internal conflict of like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> let me just play therapy for a second. Um, yeah. Good. No, it's, I, and I think that's one that a lot of people experience is like, you feel conflicted because your your whole life you've been told that like you have to care a lot about whatever thing is happening right now, you know? Yeah. And it's okay to just not be involved with it, but it's also the other thing too. I want to give you permission to talk about coronavirus. Like it's okay to talk about a thing that has radically changed American life in a way that hasn't happened in a hundred years, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. okay to talk about that. Like it's, it's people were like, Oh, well the there's too much content about coronavirus. It's like, nah, People could be like, if it's what's affecting you, it's what's affecting you. You can talk about it. And so I want to give you the freedom and the permission mm, yeah. to talk about what's wrong and talk about what's affecting you, but also the freedom and permission to like not consume any of that stuff. And so you, that's true. Cause there's, there's a couple, there's different types of people. There's different types of posts about coronavirus. Some are just like talking about their experience. Some are people yeah. like asking for prayers, which is important. And then some people are just getting mad about yes. it, which ignore those people. I think is what. I think the problem is like I see people getting mad and people terrified. Again, people are like, it's doubled. It's going to keep doubling and 5 million people are going to die. I don't like seeing that. I know that they're idiots and I know they're not smart. And I know that another third thing, but I, I, it just still enters my brain and I can't get it out of my brain because it entered. So like, I don't like going on Twitter because I'll click on a tweet and people in the comments and the replies to that tweet will be like fear mongering and like being terrified. And it'll always be fear in favor of what political party they belong to. Um, yeah. We need to, we need to shut down the American government until we can figure out what's going on. Wait, we were done. We, we did it. <laughs> A lot of people, a lot of people in these times have been listening to Dr. Anthony Fauci, but I think who we should really be listening to is Dr. Ethan. Dr. Ethan, let's go over to Dr. Ethan's dating corner, baby. <laughs> Give me that question. I'm ready. I'm ready to. I'm, I'm so ready to close out the show okay. with something positive. Some way we can actually Ethan, help. Literally, people. literally, 
I have a document for this week's episode where I put all the info in so I didn't have to use the well internet done. to look it up. Um, and it's a page and, and some change. Oh, gosh. And the, all of the content that we've just gone over have been six lines. Oh, wow. Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner is a page. You're kidding. So so buckle in. Okay. All right. <laughs> in order to convey to you, this is the person. In order to convey to you my entire predicament at this point in my life, I thought it necessary to share with you a story that succinctly illustrates Question. my dating life. Is, a, is this yes. a boy or a girl? You know what? It's important. A <laughs> uh, single woman. Okay, okay, thank you. I live in a small town, or more accurately, a village in Ohio. A majority of the people who live here are German Catholics and have been living in this town for generations. This will be important for context later. As recently as a month ago, almost to the day, I went on what I thought was just a bus trip to Fort Wayne, Indiana for a hockey game. However, as it turns out, my friends had plotted another reason for this trip, to set me up with the youth minister of our parish. All was well and good, or so they thought. Unbeknownst to the entire group with us, about 30 people, the youth minister in question, let's call him Ben, is also my second No cousin. way. <laughs> one of the guys, which is not illegal, one of the guys <laughs> there... <laughs> One of the guys there had helped in the scheme, thinking they'd be covered because he's related to Ben and didn't think we were. Turns out we're also second family, second cousins to the same family. Can't make this up. Luckily, both Ben and I were already aware of our relationship. It wasn't weird. We just laughed about it a lot. My friends really did try. Setups, unfortunately, don't always work when you have 35-plus first cousins on both sides of the family. Um, okay. So all of this is to say, what is a single woman like myself going to do? Are my only options moving or long-distance relationships? I realize none of you have ever found yourselves in this situation, but I'm open to hearing anything at this point. Sincerely single and running out of options. P.S. A friend's mom has already suggested moving to Kentucky, an idea I've already dismissed. I don't suggest moving to Kentucky. Uh, okay, LOL, I'm done with the jokes. I'm Hannah, long-time listener, year-long. Uh, sorry, I don't know if I should read her name. She, oh, she, she said there. She said um, he would know it's him. Oh, yeah. She said, uh, the guy's name is actually Ben. I don't think he's a listener, but let's be honest, he'll know it was him, and I don't care. Okay. All right. Um, First, I want to say something first. Uh, You obviously haven't been listening that long because, yes, I was once hit on by an adopted cousin. So, yes, I can relate. Anyway, go on. Did I ever tell you about the time that I got hit on at a family reunion? This is an all-time, (laughs) all-time great lead-in to a story. Um, (laughs) So, here's the thing. I got it. That's a good opener. I got to write that down. You should. Yeah, write that. Make a note. I got a couple thoughts. The first thing is that you said that your only options are moving away or developing a long-distance relationship. I think you have a third option, and that's dating a member of your own family. I, <laughs> I don't think we should just uh, dismiss this out of hand, right? I don't think this is— Listen— Because here's the thing, right? You date for marriage, right? But that doesn't mean you have to get married. So maybe you're lonely. You need uh-huh. you need to kind of figure out like what you need in a man. So what's wrong with going on a couple of days with your second cousin? Are you cousin? purposefully giving her horrible what advice? Is, I mean, it's not horrible what is, advice. What is the point of this segment, right, Pat? Um, no, I think that's a I think <laughs> to help the that's people. That's true. Okay, I think that's a terrible, terrible idea. Please. Although canon law, it's only four degrees of separation, so technically you're fine. What if four degrees of separation? So does that mean that if I? But during coronavirus, it's probably six. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you can have fewer than 10 family members that you can date um, before it's illegal. Um, <laughs> you, get, you, get, you get you get 10, 10 okay? right? before it's allowances are made for different states. So obviously I don't think you should date anybody in your family. And obviously there seems to be a high risk of dating someone in your own family in the town that you live in um, <laughs> because it's like 
yeah, there's this, these German Catholics that have been there for generations and generations. So even like any of the 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 hot hunky Catholic boys that you could date, they're probably either related to you or they're like 85. And so <laughs> or both. both. And so you're going to have to find some middle ground. What I would say is <laughs> um I I wouldn't be afraid of getting into a long distance relationship, right? Also, I don't know how old you are. But the the there's got to be a way to like break out of the mold, said. right? There's got to be a way to do something um, that you've maybe never done before in order to meet new people, which might which might cost a bit of dough. But if you're if you're willing to shell it out, you know what I mean. If you're willing to drop some coin, you, you could do just about anything. I'm thinking of those like mission trips that are like pilgrimages that Bishop Barron does, to like the moon. Where you like pay a bunch of money <laughs> and you go and like there's also just so happens to be a bunch of other young Catholics on this trip, you know. And so I would say like start looking for those things. I'm sure the diocese. Bishop Barron's dating Bishop corner. Bishop Barron's dating corner. <laughs> he's just, he pulls you close to his big strong arms with another guy and he says, you two would be good together. Um, like, no, no, no. He like grabs two people and like pulls them together. No, okay, yeah. Good. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't make that clear. Um. But I also dun, 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 dun. also if you know that your vocation is marriage and you can't find anybody in your town, why are you staying there? Fair. What you got family ties? You got roots? That's wait, yeah, that's <laughs> crap. Get out of there. You just gotta, you gotta move. move. Have you tried moving to Kentucky? Have you wait. tried packing your bags <laughs> and moving Maybe away? Don't move. Maybe if you don't move to Kentucky, Kentucky, move to a bigger city. Have you tried Catholic Match? Not sponsored, but it could be one day. Honestly, Catholic, we should email Catholic Match and tell them to sponsor Doctor Ethan's. Have you tried to DM <laughs> women on Instagram who follow you because they like your podcast and they heard about it at Seek while you're on the dating fast, and then you start dating them a year and a half later? Wait, is, it, is that what, what you did? I don't know. What you're, I don't what know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, other than, so this is what you have to come to terms to, right? I, I can only point you in the right direction. I can set you on the path. I can send you down the yellow brick road, but you're the one that has to skip down it. Okay. You can either. <laughs> that was good. Thank I like you. That. You can either, these are your options, right? You can either date your second cousin, which it seems as if you're not comfortable <laughs> with that, but I'm saying it's, it's kind of a stopgap, right? Like we're at tough times, you know, you got to make sacrifices. So that's your first option. It's like it's like LOL, we're second cousins, we can't date LOL, Unless. but maybe. <laughs> Unless uh, <laughs> second option, you need to move to a bigger city with a more vibrant and diverse Catholic population. Um I hear that Have you considered Kentucky? I hear that Cincinnati's great. Also, contact Luke Carey from Catching Foxes and say, Hey, you used to work in the young adult office or Sarah Rogers. Uh be like, Hey, you used to work in the young adult office in Cincinnati. Do you know any other young adults in Cincinnati that I could, you know? be introduced to um hold hands hold hands with, with from six feet away <laughs> premarital eye so that contact i could, if I you could will. purchase uh a, a, a one of those uh uh grabber poles you know that have the little clamps Sorry. on hands. you know what i mean that old people used to pick oh, yeah. things up and i hold it and i yes. hold this guy's hand from a distance because mm. on the thing so quarantine yes. Uh, every time I talk about my fiance with my students, they go, Patrick, you better not be premarital handholding. Uh, and that's cute. Every time I think it's very funny. Yes. I think my students are very funny. 
one time I walked in on my eighth graders and one of them was in the middle of saying, I don't know if I told you this. One of them was in the middle of saying, it's not gay if you have your socks on. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The, I want to leave the mystery there because I don't want to know what he was talking about. <laughs> That's the best part of it. Um, and I think your third option is to just start indiscriminately following um, – Young Catholic, young Catholic men on oh, on yeah. on Twitter and Instagram, and just see if something happens. Um, yeah, you know, maybe maybe leave some comments, maybe see which what you can find. I'm not saying go desperate. I'm not. I'm also not saying go full time, full time creep mode. Throw throw on a mon- uh, throw on a mantilla. You know, find a mm-hmm. bunch of bunch of boys. All you got to do with their cigars you in their mouths is, and just follow. Is them. get on Twitter. And say that you love the traditional Latin mass. And there will be guys that will move to you. I'm not kidding. It doesn't there it doesn't matter if you've never been to it. No, they have no any joke. You post a you put this is a secret, right? Get in, get it come here close. It's close, six feet away, but close. Get in here. <laughs> you can post a picture of you in a veil. You can post a picture of you with a Latin mass uh 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 missile, right? You could post a picture of you with interior castles by Teresa of You could uh <laughs> all, and that's all you have to do and then make a couple of like quote Cardinal Seurat a couple times on Twitter and I this is a uh, this uh, the joking part of the podcast is over I guarantee you somebody will start DMing you and eventually after probably about three or four months will be willing to move to where you are Th- I, this is completely <laughs> I've seen it happen. I, we have seen it happen okay <laughs> we have witnessed the very thing that we are talking and about okay? maybe these aren't necessarily the kind of guys that you want to attract but it's either this you move to cincinnati or you date your second cousin so you got to pick one listen you got these are the three these options are the, these are the facts ma'am you have to do this <laughs> uh, some people listen listen you know that picture you know that picture you use that's like your go-to pro- make that your profile picture okay make go-to profile picture then just start following guys Wear a mantilla in the picture, maybe edit it in. Find a guy that has a cigar in his mouth and talks about and has a GK Chesterton quote in his bio. He will marry you tomorrow. I uh, I know that sometimes the the prescription that the doctor orders is not the one that we want, but it is it is the one that we need more often than not. And so, um, I apologize. If this seems harsh or unfair, but I'm, I'm really just looking out for you. But I didn't get all this schooling to not help people, right? So yeah, yeah. Your check, my check, your your bill is in the mail. My check, my is hopefully in the mail. my check is in the mail. <laughs> I'm sending you thirty dollars for taking this, <laughs> paying you for damages in advance. Um, I think that's enough for today. <laughs> Pat, it's good talking to you. It's always nice it's to hear your to voice. You um, you can find us on Instagram. I'm back on Instagram, which is great because I had to do that Instagram live interview, and so I figured I'd keep it because I want to communicate with people um, when they're not with me, especially my my guys, the guys on the soccer team and all that who are very active on that social platform. And so it'd be good. Uh, so if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Ethan Stevie. If you want to follow Patrick, it's Patrick Nevy, I-I-I. Follow us on Twitter at Catholic Pat, at Bropostle. And, of course, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the crunch. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? You can't always get what you want. Mm-hmm. But if you try sometimes, you just might find you date your second cousin. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we will see you all next week.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.